we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency health alert and current event uh, Bible study for April 13th, 2020. And I'm going to play a series of little short clips from Dabu 7. And I'll just, I'll give you the titles on all these. These are like two to three minute clips. Uh, mountains of unsold vegetables rot in the sun due to restaurant closures. For the first time in history, every state under a federal disaster declaration is done, is done simultaneously. Oak, Oakland to close 74 miles of streets while in lockdown. A shocking 17 million have filed for unemployment in the past three weeks. Here comes the U.S. Federal Reserve digital dollar, net sense, declares readiness for shift. So I'm going to let him just kind of run through these. We have mountains of food spoiling in Florida, and it's not just in Florida. It's in places like Vermont, Wisconsin, California, places all across the country that were growing goods, and then all of a sudden everything came to a stop. And they were unable to get these goods shipped. Many of these farmers making the decision to have to go ahead and raise the crops that they already had in the field versus paying people to come in at $17 an hour and pick through all that just to destroy it anyway. It's a hard position for a lot of these folks. Now, they are turning some of the food into local food pantries and other places, but they're saying a lot of those places are full, that farmers everywhere are doing the same thing there. And what this leaves is a huge supply of goods that is rotting and going to waste. This is going to come out in the wash somewhere at some point down the line. Now, this is a compounding problem, seeming that as this begun, some farmers stopped everything that they were doing but others continued to plant things are still at a standstill so as new crops are now ready to be picked and everything else they too are going to waste and it's got everyone in a situation where they're like all right what are we going to do from here like something has got to give we also have farmers complaining that a lot of the ground in many areas is still too wet for planting and inundated with water in some low-lying areas by the rivers. Some areas were hit by floods last year and still have never recovered. And the farmers still reeling from the whole thing from the trade war, which you haven't heard another word about since the pandemic. Funny how that works, right? I'll leave a link here. Make sure to join us over here on... This is Dabu7. We have, for the first time in U.S. history, every single state falling under a federal disaster declaration all simultaneously. This is across the board with each state declaring this. They get to tap into any funds that they have put out there for states to, to use in this situation. Now, the numbers in terms of everything going on are stifled. Largely because they just came out and told us a couple days ago that they were counting anything and everything as being a death associated with this. Heart attacks, strokes, everything was just falling under the corona deaths. And when they said this, we started to go and look at other data and we seen that there was huge holes in the data. Like all the baseline number of heart attacks and strokes 
that are always reported, a baseline number, were gone. They had dropped out the bottom. And it's because they were being reported as COVID in many cases. And they admitted this. Yeah, and, and it's true. And and I, I'm, I reconcile that with what we're doing because they do want to get the numbers as high as possible. There's no doubt about it. And yes, they are reclassifying these things that doesn't mean nobody's dying from it though and see that's the problem you run into is once you start going down that trail what i'm seeing the tendency to think is that see it's all fake because of this one thing well no people are dying and they're doing that to pump the numbers up to create more hysteria true but you know a lot of people are saying well because of this therefore it's all fake it's all false nobody's dying come on but that's what that's kind of what you're seeing here this is Dabu7. We have Oakland announcing they are closing down 74 miles of city streets, making it only available to pedestrians, people on foot, people with bikes, skateboards, things of that nature, and it's all in the name of social distancing. They're saying this massive area, 74-mile stretch, is going to be opened up to these people so they don't come into close contact. This is also taking an area of Oakland. It is closing it off to any major vehicle traffic to get in and out of some of these places. Meaning, if people were thinking they could hop in a car and take off out of a certain spot, they're not going to be able to for miles there's going to be no traffic on certain streets. This in itself is something to pay close attention to. How this all shakes out step by step. This is being rolled out. And of course, in a real time situation, you want to do whatever it takes to keep yourself healthy and away from a bad situation. But with all this stuff going on, it's been one thing after another. And here, with 74 miles of city streets getting closed down, it could take you a lot longer to get out of the heart of the city or to even another location, the hospital, anything. If roads are closed down and people are left to only commuting by foot, bike, or things like that. So, two sides to every coin. But I wanted to make people aware, this is what's going down here. I will expand on this. This is Dabu7, an update to some numbers here that we've been tracking. Two weeks ago, it was a record 3.3 million initial claims. Last week, it was an additional 6.875 million in initial claims. And this week, another 6.606 million claims. And they're saying that is a shocking almost 17 million Americans that have filed for unemployment in the past three weeks. They are coming out in droves. This has affected people on many different levels. And we have witnessed the small businesses, even mom and pop shops and businesses, family businesses and restaurants that have been around for 100 years or more folding Logan's Roadhouse, one of them, laying off everyone. And that's just one example of all the other jobs that have been lost across the board here. You can see people lined up here 
and it's like that in many cities. In some places, they're, they're lining up outside like this because the websites have been overwhelmed, they say, and crashed. So people are forced to get out in these lines to try to get to speak to somebody. But this is something that has to change quickly. The economy is going to have to get back up and going at some point. The longer this goes on, the longer this is going to affect us in the long run. But this is the latest. These are the latest numbers here. I'll leave a link here so you guys can read up on the rest of the details and look at some of these charts showing this. Also, make sure to follow me over here. This is Dabu7. Ever since 2017, when I put out my first video talking about the Beast blockchain, I've been warning about the potential of them rolling out a system globally that will use a digitized dollar that will track literally everything. All the money you make, everything that you buy, every transaction that you conduct, everything will be tracked on blockchain. And with that, your privacy would go out the window. This is happening. They were talking about this in the very first stimulus bill. I put the word out since they didn't keep it in there. People were like, oh, it's not going to happen. And, and all this other stuff, just because they simply pulled it out of the first one. But they had admitted that it was tucked into other bills, and other people were saying, oh, they just they pulled it back shortly, but it's coming. It just wasn't time right then. Well, here we go. NetSense declares readiness for the expected U.S. Federal Reserve digital dollar. And NetSense Technology, Inc., basically is a disruptive cryptocurrency payments company. And they're saying that they are pleased to announce that they have completed internally designated preparations for the expected U.S. government-backed cryptocurrency dubbed the Central Bank Digital Currency, the CBDC. They are stating that because so many people are unbanked around the world, that this is going to be rolled out. And this goes beyond the United States. This is a world thing. They go on to cite here other countries in a project called New Dawn that is being rolled out to bring this digital wallet to the what they call millions of people around the planet, the poor people that don't have bank accounts. They want to have a way to get money to them. So they're going to create these digital wallets all over the place. And a lot of the argument here is if people can't afford a bank account or don't have a bank account or can't afford this or that, how are they going to afford the electronics to be able to even access these digital wallets? All kinds of questions fly, but you get no answers. All we know for sure is that they are pushing the digital dollar full through. And again, this is why the more you can do and participate in a barter type of economy, which like in the food realm, for instance, local farmers markets, things like that, um that would be a good way to actually get locally grown meat, produce, eggs, things of this nature, and do it in cash. They don't want that, but that would be something that you would want to heavily try to lean toward. That's just one example, though. I'm just trying to kind of put you in a way to get, like a way to get away from this and to do the exact opposite. Because whatever Satan's trying to get you to do, you want to try to do the exact opposite of it. And that's why I've been saying for years, whenever you can pay in cash, create the smallest amount of paper trail that you can create. 
okay? It may be less, in, it may be more inconvenient, but just do that whenever you can because um, that sends a, uh, a message to the Illuminati as well that, you know, the barter system or that the cash system is going strong still. The more people go give give into that, and the more people that give into this, what he's talking about, the quicker it's going to be implemented. Bottle, it's coming in one of the next stimulus bills, in a form of being able to get the money to the people, and they exposed this in the very first one. So all of this is stacking up. Now we have other businesses that seem to be involved in this behind the curtain, speaking out, and saying, "Hey, we're ready to rock, and this is where it's going." So. The writing's on the wall. Just a matter of time now before this will become official and they roll this out full scale. I'm going to break this down further and what this... Okay, so uh, we have all that. And then we segue into just a couple, like this is a listener comment from a uh, listener named Elaine, longtime listener, about pestilence and famine. And she says, why would famine follow the coronavirus, coronavirus pestilences? Pestilence. Farmers have full fields of ripe produce ready to be harvested, but the government cut back on migrant workers to do the work. There are no markets to buy the produce. All the big chain restaurants, schools, casinos, cruise ships have closed and aren't buying any groceries. And then you have food banks going low on fresh produce. But then again, that depends who you talk to on that one. Um, because, you know, they... they the food banks, in certain instances, aren't able to take everything in, you know, that they would need. Uh, for instance, if there was, you know, like truckloads of onions, they can only distribute so much of that. There's only so much of a demand regarding that. The um, the farmers are being forced to plow under ripe fields. They can't afford to pay pickers to pick when there's nowhere to sell the product. The supply chain has been disrupted. Dairy farmers have no milk for the milk, so market for their milk so they're pouring it out on the ground stuff we've just heard about no one will pick it up to sell it i'm going to take ingenuity he's going to figure out ingenuity to figure out a new distribution plan but see they don't want that they they want us to not have that big brother but if we don't have a new plan food supply will stop then what i sort of enjoyed being able to eat how about you maybe more empty shelves in the supermarket with no produce and for spiritual insight, God has a word to consider from Ezekiel 14, 13 that says, Son of man, when the people of this land sin against me by trespassing grievously, I will stretch out my hand upon it and I will break their staff of bread, meaning their source of food essentially, and I will send famine to destroy both man and beast. And unfortunately, that may be exactly where we're at as a country. Ezekiel 14, 13. I read that verse not too long ago. And then... She says, well, what sin are you talking about? Well, how about idolatry, abortion, gay marriage, drug use, opioid uh, and marijuana use, corruption, greed, theft, domestic violence, laziness. Um, and what happened to the golden rule? The golden rule meaning, you know, do unto others as you'd have done unto yourself, essentially. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind and with your strength and you shall love your neighbors as yourself. Repent or get ready for famine. So she's just talking about all the sin going on in the land in general. And I'm, I'm not talking about people that are using, you know, marijuana for medical uses like we've talked about in previous studies. Okay. Um, just the people that are using it to just get wasted out of their, baked out of their brains every day and then sit, on, sit in their mom's basement and play video games all day and eat Hot Pockets. You know what I mean? So that type of stuff. 
decadence, idolatry, you know, sports idolatry. Oh, we can't have that much. <laughs> that sport's pretty much been shut down. A lot. I know there's probably a lot of guys out there that are really, really freaking out over that one. Um, and then this this was came into Steve Quayle this week, and and I I read this and I'm like I I really there's not a whole lot I can disagree with here, so I'm gonna go ahead and read it. Um, and it's a title: Repentance is the key. This is what the Lord has been giving me for this hour, and why intercession needs to increase in the body of Christ. Repentance is the key in this hour from His people because He's given his people power to stand in the gap. Ezekiel 22:30 says, I sought from among them who should build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land that I would not destroy it, but I found none. Uh, the previous verses describe the condition of the people, which sounds much like America and around the world. We are in tri we are in tribulation. Now, I don't think she means we are in the tribulation, but yes, we are in tribulation. We are in what Jesus was describing regarding the time before and going into the tribulation in Matthew 24, plagues, pestilences, earthquakes, and diverse places, stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely there. The, the very nature of God demands that he judge sin and destroy it. And I was talking about this earlier. But his heart of great mercy and love looks for ones that will walk before him with, with truth, love, mercy, and stand in the gap to give him a choice. He wants to... He wants a choice so that we would come before him uh so that we could all come so that all that could could would come before unto him he said that he sought for a man that would stand before him on behalf of we his people and we are to stand between god and the people we are priests and kings according to the new testament that's true in numbers 16 46 through 48 moses told aaron to take the censer and put fire upon it and lay incense on it um incense being a type of intercession and you could you know biblically kind of look at that and then run into the midst of the congregation to make atonement for the people we are not the atonement that's jesus christ we are his voice of decreeing and declaring his truth to bind the works of darkness and to try to hold the people that that try to hold the people captive um as he swung the censer back and forth the priest he created a beautiful picture of our Lord hanging on the cross between two thieves, one seeking redemption and the other dying in unbelief. Remember Jesus and the two thieves on the cross? Uh, that was That's pretty awesome. Aaron stood between the living and the dead and the plague was stayed. And we as people will need to stand in the gap with his word of power that will bring deliverance. God is working on the hearts of the sleeping church and the unsaved to make them ready for redemption. Now, again, you know, you look at the 501c3 kind of sleeping church that hasn't really been given truth, that's been kind of lulled to sleep, you know, by their corporate pastors for the most part, not every single one, but for the most part, they're yoked up with the government and, and there's only so, there's a lot of things that are off limits to say from the pulpit and they're not going to get stuff like we're reported on on a weekly basis here. Um, the fields are becoming white for the harvest because of the troubles of the earth. God is using all of this to break them down and soften their hearts to bring them in. Well, usually God, that's the way God uses judgment. That's true. Satan would love to disrupt the timing of the Lord and push his agenda ahead, but it's not his time. This is a time that God is shaking up all, looking at the body of Christ to watch what she will do, giving her a chance to repent and come to her place of holiness and righteousness to do the work of his hands to occupy till he comes. Isaiah 26, 9 says, 
For only when your judgments are in the earth will the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. Now let me repeat that again. For only when your judgments are in the earth, meaning when God's judgments are in the earth, which is what we're seeing now, okay, um, will the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. So remember what I've always said, like when God's judgment comes, when, when God's judges wickedness in particular good things always happen it may not be pleasant for everybody involved even including the christians but it's always a good thing because people repent all men shall see and fear and declare the work of god for they shall wisely consider of his doing according to psalm 64 um when god's judgments are in the earth the inhabitants of the world are righteousness because that pain that's created when god judges wickedness that makes people wake up when Ananias, Ananias and Sapphira were judged and they, they dropped dead at the door because they lied about the money um, that they were giving, great fear fell upon the new, the, 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 the new Christians that were... Because I say new Christians because this was the infancy of the church, okay? And as a result of that, many got right with God and many were added to their numbers, so I think that's what we're talking about here with Isaiah 26, 9. For only when your judgments are in the earth will the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. Meaning, we as humanity don't learn any other way other than a ball bat upside our head most of the time. Maybe not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. But most people. It's human nature. If we're getting away with something, we're going to keep doing it. Okay? Because it's human nature. We're carnal by nature. Humans. We all have that tendency to want to go in that direction. And just serve the flesh. So, God has to use a ball bat upside our head a lot of the times in order to get our attention. Me included. Me included. I know that's a crude analogy, but I'm just saying. When your judgments are in the earth, will the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness? Of whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth, meaning he can discipline you, spank you as your child, as, as his child. And if you be without chastisement, meaning without discipline from God, then you're bastards. So if you call yourself a Christian and you're living like the devil and you're getting away with whatever you're doing and you have no consciousness of sin, well, most likely you're not saved because you'd have some type of consciousness about it. You'd have some type of conscience about it. The Holy Spirit lives inside you. Um, so we are falling on our faces asking that in your judgment, O God, remember mercy just as you did over our souls. I like the way this is written because there's balance. You know, it's not just we're all going to die and, 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 and have our heads lopped off and suffer maximum death and, and die in the most horrific way. I mean, you know, the fear of man bringeth a snare is what I would say to that, you know, and, and there's those out there right now that's their message it's done it's over there's no hope you know get ready for martyrdom you know and hey maybe maybe that's the case maybe maybe that will be the case for a lot of us in the body of christ i'm not saying it's not but i'm not going to sit here and come at you from that angle and say there's no hope and we're all going to die and we're all going to be martyred because it's almost like saying well then god's not big enough to handle this or deal with this you know 
So then it goes on to say, as all these things are coming upon the world, the church needs to repent and come back to holiness and righteousness, righteousness living for him in full surrender so that we can take a rightful place to stand in the gap so that the backslidden and the unsaved would have thirst and hunger, sight and hearing return to them because they are blind. Remember, the prince of this world has blinded them that they cannot see. Okay, so let me just say that again. To stand in the gap so that the backslidden and the unsaved would have thirst and hunger, sight and hearing return to them. Maybe they never had it though. So that they could repent and return to the Lord. Now, a lot of them were never with the Lord, but I think you get what we're saying here. Okay. This is a call so, so that so many Christians need to grasp that we are to be the repairers of the breach. And you can look that keyword up. It's talked about in the Old Testament, specifically the repairs of the breach. Um, okay. So now I'm going to play this, this little uh, video from Richie from Boston. I'm not going to play all of it. I've got to fast forward, skip, mute a lot of it because there's cussing. And, you know, he's got no... Uh, all, and he says he's going to mar be a martyr for Christ. He's, I know, and maybe he will. I get it. I understand that. But again, I don't see a lot of, I, I see almost zero teachability with this guy at all. I agree with the, I agree with more, the majority of what he's saying in his videos. But he's one of the ones up there saying it's all a hoax, no validity. The only way you can get it is, is to be injected. Well, Who's gotten, I mean, yeah, I understand the people in Wuhan were vaccinated the summer prior. I get that. And maybe that was a big component. But how do you explain it spreading? And then there's the people that say it's all 5G. Yeah, but what about places that were, where people have got it and spread it where there was no 5G? I mean, come on. I mean, let's just be reasonable. There's certain categories that open you us up for risk factors on this. There's a lot of them. I went over them in the last study in depth. I don't even want to try to rehash it, but I'm going to go ahead and play this here. And um, he's got some really good insight, though, into some things that are going on right now. Some things that we really haven't, I haven't even covered yet today. What this is, is a takeover of the United States. And it dawned on me last night, and I talked to Mike Decker about this. All the videos we keep seeing for the last several weeks are heavy, heavy military. Okay, now he's been showing a ton, ton, ton of video footage of military equipment moving around the country. And he's showing more in the background here. Obviously, you can't see it. You're listening to this audio. But if you want to see it, you can watch the, the video. It's tons and tons of videos that people have sent him compiling this. These are tanks moving. There's all kind of armored vehicles. Um, more than we've ever, ever seen that moving around the United States. More videos. These are tanks right up close. Um, and he's showing other little pictures here. The Economist, which, you know, one of these globalist type of magazines, mainstream, their newest edition has a picture of a hand with a chain on it going to a human who's wearing a, like a, you know, like a N95 mask, who's also got 
a chain on his dog also wearing an N95 mask. And then it says, everything's under control. Big government, liberty, and... I don't know what else it says there. But it's basically announcing openly that we're big brother. We've got you on a chain right where we want you, wearing a mask, and everything's under control. Big government, liberty, and the virus. That's what it says. So... They're openly announcing to you that, you know, we're, this is what it is. We are big brother. We have you on the chain right where we want you. And, you know, you're, you're being a good little slave overall. And that's, that's what this is openly in, in your face saying, essentially. At the same time, even though there's been a 60 day cease of military movements, trains, 18 wheelers, convoys. The whole time he's showing video footage in the background of what he's talking about. Are still being spotted absolutely everywhere. And I realized last night, they don't care if Americans are armed. They've got tanks. They're moving howitzers. They're moving up armored MRAPs and large personnel carriers all over the country. And school buses with blacked out mirrors are showing up all over the country. The United States isn't like Italy or France or Egypt where there's amazing old historical structures they might want to preserve. America's basically made out of sheetrock and plywood. They might just completely decimate this place with tanks. Who cares? And the people in the cities that have been good little sheep, those are the ones that will get the biometric IDs. But I came to the state, the one state that is still defying this to this day. Even though FEMA is already sending them paperwork saying, shut it down so we can help out the unemployed. America's not going back. This isn't going back. This isn't a test. Pro Triple Seven and Jason Lindgren are talking about their rights and how this is just a test and it's going to be soft martial law. You guys are entirely and completely wrong. Okay, now what they're showing here, and I'm, I'm muting it out, is the guy on the bus, I guess. Yeah, it is a bus. Ten cops bringing the guy off a bus because he doesn't wear, he's not wearing his COVID-19 compliant face mask. And it, ten cops to remove one guy. To make an example and to show everybody else on that bus and in society what a good little slave has to do. It's going to be soft martial law. Now, I muted it because there was so much cussing. You guys are entirely and completely wrong. Your rights? Dude, people are being forced to dress a certain way in the United States right now, or they face jail time or a fine. States in the United States are using sirens to tell people when the curfew begins. I've had dozens of soldiers now, after I ran that video yesterday, write me say, when we take over a country, exactly what we do right. is tell them to stay home we give them paperwork that tells tells us if they're allowed to drive on the roads to go through checkpoints we set up curfews and then we begin going house to house to house wow. the world health organization's already told you they're going to go house to house to house israeli news live talking about donald trump as though his family's in danger, which is why he's going along with this. Right. What part of Donald Trump being a Zionist 
Israel-loving billionaire. Now, but I, I would clarify, synagogue of Satan-loving billionaire with, you know, one of his, the main synagogue of Satan major players, Jared Kushner, married to his daughter. They convert to Shabbat Lubavitch, uh, Kabbalist death cult religion, you know, Trump's Trump's a Kabbalist. He openly admitted in his own writings in, in the book from like 1993. Uh, I've given you the quote on that. His previous wives have, has wore, have wore the Kabbalah red string around their wrists. He's a Kabbalist, okay? He may not be a real practicing, like taking it seriously, to, I, but he's done it because he's had to. Because the Rockefellers and the Rothschild banking families have bailed him out of numerous bankruptcies and they're part of that Luciferian Kabbalah synagogue of Satan system. I'm not throwing all Jews under the bus though, but he's part of that and I've told you that over and over and we've proven it over and over that there's no doubt that he is part of that system. Who told us a great storm is coming? Why would a president ever say something as ominous and then not explain it? And then when it shows up, you deny it? I told you I was a snake. And he's talking, he's showing where he's talking about where he said it's the calm before the storm. He's got all these fake people in this fake photo op around him. And he never he never clarified what this calm before the storm really actually. The president was asked again what he meant by calm before the storm, and he responded, "You'll find out." The White House has not clarified. Take me in, for heaven's sake! Take me in, O oh, tender woman. Side the vicious sake. I've saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me. Heavens, why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Now, this is supposedly about us taking Muslims in, okay, which, you know, couldn't, couldn't agree more on that. But Richie from Boston basically here is saying, no, he was actually giving a, a, a manifesto about himself, and he was giving us all a heads up of what he is because it's, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot. Listen. If I were to have done an expose on Donald Trump in, let's just say, 19, uh, 2013, before he ever ran for president, I wouldn't have any Christians across America giving me any problem or hassle with it whatsoever. All you'd have to do is look at his womanizing past that was easy enough to document to do that. And then Wayne Matson came out with the things about all the, the child molestation cases that were... Uh, that. Trump paid off and that was why he had a lot of the bankruptcies that he had. He did a, he's done I've given you the names and the times and the in the places that those occurred that he paid off and that's why he doesn't want his tax taxes released because that would bring all that out and every time I think he kind of gets out of line they threaten to do that and you'll see it running through the headlines but it never ends up happening because he always gets back in line. He's reminded, you know, that he's not the one in control, that he's there as a puppet, as an actor to do it as he's told. Even if he wants to do something different, it doesn't really matter because they've got him right where they want him. The Rothschilds have bailed him out. He's been associated with the most creepiest evil people like Roy Cohn going all the way back to the 70s. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was his wingman. Epstein recruited girls from Mar-a-Lago that he ended up turning into sex slaves and raping. And Donald Trump was all part of that process. He's a slime bag. And that's just a little bit of what I've went over with Donald Trump. 
He has lied continuously over and over and over since he's been in office. I've documented all the times where he's done that. And it's been legion how many times because he's a pathological liar. So this poem is actually about himself. We've taken him in and, and, and the, you know, but you knew, I, you, you, you knew I was a snake when you took me in. And we knew Donald Trump was a snake when the country collectively, let's just say they did elect him into office. Deep down, anybody with any kind of brain that looked at this any, with any kind of real logical progression, yes, I understand we, we hope, for the, hope for the best, but the reality is, is the guy's always been a snake, you know? And a, a leopard doesn't change his spots. Oh, shut up, silly woman. Said the reptile with a grin. The reptile. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Yep, and he's What's a up, snake. It's Richie from Boston. It's the 12th of February. It's 2019. And you're looking at one of several videos I did about... So this is February, last February. Helicopters that are training all over the United States. Absolutely everywhere. Now, the reason I'm showing you this again is because it's come to my attention that people are using my name and my channel in their videos where they're telling everybody that this right here is a good, healthy, happy event happening in America, that it's simply Donald Trump draining the swamp. These are our United States military guys arresting bankers, etc. Well, right. I guess that's a fun thing to say. That's the Q stuff. But it isn't accurate whatsoever at all. For those of you that don't understand it, Donald Trump is not one of us. The government does not belong to us. Our country has been completely and totally infiltrated and taken over by Zionists and Israel. If you don't believe that, take a look at this. I got a, I got a text last night from Adam Green, and this is what it was. <laughs> So these awards are given to me by the Jewish community for different things. And this is the Tree of Life, which is a very big award in terms of uh, everything that I stand for. It means so much. To so me. everything that Trump stands for has to do with the, Kab the Kab Kabbalistic Tree of Life, which is what he's pointing to on his wall. He's got all these awards on his wall, but he, he says that's that's the pinnacle. It's, it's in the center. It's what he's most proud of. And this was a this was an older interview. This is just more proof of that he is a, Kabbal a Kabbalist. And a lot of times I'll have friends of mine come in, Jewish, and they will see the Tree of Life and they'll say, wow, what a... Oh, shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. <laughs> you knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in we knew donald trump was a snake before we took him in is the is the whole point so you know the whole acting bit on whatever the apprentice the wwe stuff that he did with vince mcmahon all the fake wrestling all, all of this the womanizing that's been known about for decades with this guy i mean the fact that he says he's never asked god for forgiveness but yet he supposedly calls himself a Christian. The fact that he has Paula White and all these other devils around him as his spiritual advisors who are, who are, who are nothing but a den of vipers. Come on. I mean, give me a break. And I'm just giving you a little bit about, about this guy. People need to stop worrying about your YouTube monetization and being censored. Get the word out now. Not in 80 minute long videos. Get the word out now. 
we're going to be under martial law after this weekend. They're going to use weather, just like I told you, and they already start. It's already started. It's 70 degrees in Wyoming. Tomorrow it's going to be one with six inches of snow. They're going to use. So I think he said it's 70. He's in he's in Wyoming right now, driving through there. It's 70 degrees right there right now, and tomorrow's going to be one degree. So I mean, that just these wild, wild weather fluctuations. Thing at their disposal to take America down. And I don't even think they care if they destroy the place because we've done it everywhere else. There's nothing of great value in the United States they need to preserve. You know what I'm saying? Which makes me believe that's why we're seeing so much armor with rubber treads. Rubber treads are for highways, not for deserts and howitzers. Mobilized howitzers. That's a long range, big gun that can nail you from 30 miles away. You know I'm saying? Okay, he's cussing there, so I have to mute it. The United States is over, and it ain't never coming back. And if you can't see that by now, stop making videos saying, oh, I think it's almost over, everything will go back to normal. Even if everything could go back to normal, it can't. You can't shut down the economic machine of a country, every small business, everything, and then flip it back on. Now, now, I will say too, though, I know he said the thing about the rubber treads, but obviously not everything has rubber treads on. And the, the basically almost all of what I am seeing is not desert camo, just painted in tan, uh, which would more lend to the desert more like the Middle East. And I've heard a lot of rumblings lately again about the whole World War III thing stoking up any second. Now, I'm I'm not going to go into that today. I think that's a big, big part, as I've been saying for years, of the final, final puzzle piece. So, how much of this is actually going to the Middle East? I don't know. How much of it's scheduled to be here? Well, again, it is not it is not in the right color. If it's scheduled to be here, kind of, uh, but that could all be a ruse too to make us think it's going to the desert. I don't know. I don't know. So I can't, I'm not going to be as dogmatic as he is. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give wiggle room and I don't know. I, I'm not going to also be so dogmatic as to say we're never, ever, ever going back to any, because although I don't think that not with based on everything I'm saying, Will they maybe pull back and say, okay, we, we can't quite take this as far. Will enough prayer go up to give us some more time? Because I've seen that happen over and over and over again since I've been in ministry. So I'm not going to be so dogmatic as to say it's it's all, it's never ever. No, I don't think we'll ever go back to being the same. I don't. And this this uh, the way it's looking, it probably will get worse and worse. But could the hand of God move? And, and give us some more time. Well, I don't want to try to limit God either. I don't want to try to get, put God in a box. So I don't, I just want to give, give that as, as, as an option as well, because nothing is too hard for God. But no, I don't, in my, in my heart, seeing what I'm seeing, uh, I would be very uh, reluctant to think that it will go back to normal. I just don't see how it could at this point. And they're not going to do that. You think it's a complete coincidence the Economist cover is the elites showing all the other elites who might live in a country with censored television or whatever? Everything's under control, under control. Stop worrying about your YouTube guidelines. If you've got money right now, by this time next month, money won't make any difference anymore. Okay, again, there's another dogmatic statement. 
our money is going to be totally worthless in a month. And again, this is the problem I see with pride because you start making dogmatic statements and then when it doesn't come to pass, let's say we're, we're, we're zeroing in on this statement and then a month goes around and he's just going to act like nothing. He didn't say it. He's not going to apologize. He's going to go on. And this is why I try not to make those types of, oh, I know this is going to be this way in a month. I, I try to stay away from date setting because, you know, I don't know, like, for instance, God's mercy intervention. If, if people were to, to pray and fast and these types of things, well, then that could push the timeline forward. And money is still worth something in a month. Uh, but I've noticed that people that really get up on YouTube and really, really start to get dogmatic and you can't tell them a thing, they'll start to make a lot of dogmatic statements that they will not own up to later. They'll just go their merry way and act like they never said those things down the road. I'm telling you, everything I've told you since this whole thing broke was never my opinion. It was always information sent by my amazing subscribers. My subscribers that work at the DOD, my special forces subscribers, my law enforcement people, my FEMA people, military, doctors, nurses. Okay, so he goes on a little rant there. And then we're going to unmute it here. The World Health Organization doesn't realize what this is. The pandemic is the mask to bring in the martial order and instill the new world order yeah which is exactly what yeah. they're doing right most now most likely yep once again james corbett nailed it on the head this morning people are under the impression that this whole thing is somehow bringing the globalists down are you insane there is no reason to fear this my only fear and i say this with an open heart as honestly as i know how in front of god in all creation, my biggest fear is that people are going to die believing the lie. You at least have the right to know that you're being taken down by a satanic one world order exactly as prophesied in the Bible. Nicholson. Yep. He's right. He's right. So there was enough there. I really felt like I had to play that clip. Uh, there's just a lot to kind of weed through. And I'm, I'm really trying to stay away from their super, super dogmatic timeline statements where it's, we're, we're, you know, money's going to be worthless and this is going to happen and we really don't know. Things are fluid. The power of prayer can change things. The hand of God can move. There's a lot of factors at play here, you know? And so when you start doing that, you're basically uttering prophetic statements saying, well, what if it doesn't happen though? Well, then you've discredited yourself. It's a big statement saying the 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 dollar is going to be worthless in one maybe it will be i hope it's not but you know there's just no way to really know that unless you know you literally got a prophetic utterance from god an angel visited you and gave you and and you as a prophet you better get it right 100 percent of the time all the time according to deuteronomy 18 and whatever you're uttering better not take people away from god either according to deuteronomy or you're a false prophet so I mean, i'm not saying he's calling himself a prophet it's just that is prophetic when you start uttering things like that in a dogmatic way all right let's continue on okay so next report here dr anthony fauci satan incarnate is continuing obama's mission to cripple America and turn it into a vaccine police state. In the last few days, Fauci 
has demanded that the entire nation remain locked down until every last infection is snuffed out because he cares so much. He wants the entire population to remain in quarantine lockdowns, in other words, until no more new infections are detected across the entire country. This is an impossible standard to achieve and would likely result in the whole country being locked down for a year or more, utterly destroying what's left of the U.S. economy, which is what their, their goal is. It should be no, no surprise this was always part of the plan to destroy the personal health freedom and roll out a medical police state run by vaccine zealots. They're, they're saying that the only time we're going to be able to come out from under this lockdown is when they have a fully functioning COVID-19 death vaccine that will permanently alter your DNA forever and turn you into something only God knows what. But yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. <clears throat> he claims nothing can stop the virus except a non-existent vaccine because there is no vaccine. As part of the NIH, Dr. Fauci helped funnel hundreds of millions of dollars in taxpayer money into the biological weapons vaccine industry. It's the same industry, <clears throat> excuse me, just two faces. He's currently downplaying hydroxychloroquine and zinc. We talked a lot about that in the last teaching on part two. A combination that has so far achieved an astonishing cure rate. But again, you got to look at the side effects of hydroxychloroquine, which, you know, can be really, really, really bad, as we highlighted which I have very rarely heard anybody even mention that. <clears throat> a combination that has so far achieved an astonishing cure rate, cure rate among coronavirus patients because he's trying to position his buddies in the vaccine industry to reap windfall profits from whatever vaccine they come up with, which will, of course, be heralded as the savior of humankind. Until the vaccine is ready, Dr. Fauci wants to keep everybody locked in their homes, perhaps for an entire year. Well, I, what about 18 months? I've heard that number quite a bit, a year and a half. As Tucker Carlson correctly observes, this is tantamount to national suicide. And by keeping us in lockdown for 18 months, can you imagine what they could accomplish under the cover of darkness? Like what they're doing in the schools with the full implementation of the 5G kill grid? Can you imagine how much of that kill grid and the surveillance state that they would have time to build out if they could keep us locked down for 18 months? That's another big part of the plan. Uh, this is, I'm just going to give you the title. And, and I have, I'll probably cover this at a later date, but I've had people emailing me about this. And I entitled this, Making Satanic Tech More Palatable. This potential coronavirus vaccine could be as easy as sticking on a bandage. Instead of a shot, a small patch with hundreds of tiny needles that dissolve. Um, our team of Pitt and UPMC scientists hope to a be able to test this vaccine on people very soon. This is from MarketWatch.com. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to like let you know that might be one of the ways, and they could also incorporate some type of digital ID slash microchip into that as well. Uh, I would imagine that would be easy enough to do. Since it's actually going to be placed on the skin, I could definitely see some type of tattoo id tattoo you know that could be scan infrared um tattoo ink that they've talked a lot about that could be scanned easily to know that you know you're uh you've been vaccinated that type of thing even though again there's there's no vaccine yet but it's it's the only thing it's our only hope next report covid19 vaccine is like waiting for a satanic unicorn to come upon the scene a vaccine that has failed to be released for decades due to deadly problems that will modify our own dna and this is from uh, del big tree i want to go ahead and play this video here instead of hearing about 
getting out there, getting schools back online, doing what Sweden did, do what Austria is now showing that, that worked out in Denmark, that are all getting back online in China. No, we have this other approach, and you're trying to tell us it's the right way. But here's the problem. Mm. You're acting like there's a savior out there, like that there's something that's supposed to work, that something instead of herd immunity, why would we want to block herd immunity? Is it possible that we want a vaccine? Is that what this is all about? I mean, this is a conversation that I'm seeing happen. Just take a look at what they're telling us we're supposed to be waiting for. Listen to this very quickly. When will a corona vaccine be ready? A vaccine that enables us to resume our lives without restrictions while protecting us from the disease. The only thing that will really allow life as we once knew it to resume is a vaccine. We should. So all the satanic talking heads are all saying this now in lockstep that the only thing that's going to get us our new our back to any kind of normalcy will be a vaccine. That is our only hope. That is it. You know, as if you know health comes through some type of satanic dna altering witches brew devil vaccine i mean this is but this again this is satan telling you this here's fauci and the the literal clone robotroid uh was it zuckerberg or whatever i mean this this cat does not look human at all i mean he doesn't even look he, he looks like that i remember like the the second uh series of star trek um the newer one where that had that that robot the android guy and they always have real pale skin and they don't look human zuckerberg looks like that the the guy from facebook and he's he's evidently he's entering uh, interviewing fauci so it's like you know one gigantic satanic minion uh puppet interviewing another one be and are and will be making a universal corona vaccine to me that's the best long-term goal for this this is a whole new era for making vaccines and one that's uh, emphasizing speed what we need is uh to make vaccines uh for a billion people and we need to make that as quickly as possible vaccines won't be ready overnight they will take these are all satanic talk this is trudeau uh I believe the guy from canada or whatever um he they're all satanic either talking heads on the mainstream media or or high level heads of states or, or people in the medical pharma cartel field probably 14 15 16 months at least 12 to 18 months away until we have a vaccine until we get a vaccine a new hope so we need to be on lockdown for that time period until they come up with a vaccine meanwhile the economy is totally destroyed lock stock and barrel but at least you've saved your own skin by waiting like a good little satanic Nazi brown shirt for the vaccine. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying to humanity in general, that's what Satan expects of you. See, that's how long strict rules will be in place across the state. It is fair to say things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to basically the entire world. <laughs> yeah, right. Lies. Things won't go back to normal until we have a vaccine for the entire world. Sounds like they're back to normal in China. Sounds like they're going back to normal in, in Denmark and Austria. Hold on. <coughs> and probably in Sweden also. So only China, I don't know about. There's a lot of mixed stuff coming out of China. But, um, you know, a lot of these other places, that is probably the case. 
bus for those places like Australia, where I'm hearing that the prime minister might lock down all of Australia until there's a vaccine available. This uh, coronavirus social distancing to stay until vaccine is found. Are you ready for that, folks? Is that what we're waiting for? See, here's what's starting to bother me. And it was really exemplified. I had a friend of mine text me and he's a chiropractor um, by trade. And he said, my own mother-in-law, look what she texted. And she basically said that, you know, my husband and I are going to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And if you don't get the COVID-19 vaccine, you're not allowed in our house. <laughs> you see, the problem I have with that, and what I said to my friend is, uh. you might as well, she might have been, been writing, uh, we are going to get a unicorn for COVID-19. And if you don't believe in unicorns, then you're not allowed in our house. See, well, no, more, more so, I think more, a little more accurate statement is we're going to take the mark of the beast. We will beg for it if we have to. And if you don't want to take the mark of the beast, you're not welcome in our house. And I'm not saying the COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's akin to it. It's, it's the closest thing we've ever seen. There will be some type of digital vaccine certificate commingled with it, some type of way they can scan you and know that you've been a good little Nazi and taking your vaccine, knowing that your your DNA now has been absolutely, totally, permanently altered. And that's what that's what it's gonna be all about. So, you know, unfortunately that's probably more going to be the norm. People that are doing that. And, you know, I don't know what to say other than just pray for them. Pray that God open their eyes before it's too late because um this is going to be a very, I don't know what this is going to do to you on a spiritual level, but I, I got to believe it's going to be really, really bad. I don't care how dreamy it is or special it is that you have an idea for a vaccine. Here's the point. There is no vaccine in existence, right? It does not exist. You no. can attack chloroquine and drugs that do exist, which makes no sense, but our salvation is in something that doesn't exist. Exactly. I mean, think about that. The mythological beauty of this thing, this, this, this chance and hope that sits out there in the future is really a vaccine. It, it, he's showing a unicorn with the syringe in place of the unicorn. He's showing it, it's got a syringe on its on its forehead. That's what we're waiting for. And it, he's absolutely right. That's what we're waiting for. is not how science is done. Science is not based on wishful thinking. It's not based on dreams and hopes. It's based on things that are tangible and facts. And though I have nothing against, by the way, someone trying to create a vaccine or some way to protect people who may need it, that tiny percentage of people that are having a very acute and serious reaction to this illness, I do want to see it safe. I do want it to take its time to go through studies. But guess what? Before it even becomes a policy in this government and certainly being spoken about by the heads of our health department that are setting policy whether I get in and out of my home, right. it better actually exist. Right? Right. Are we locked down? But even, even if it did, even if that did exist, you have no right to force it on me. And, and to tell me what I have to have injected into my own body. So I don't even care if it exists. Number one, I want to trust Satan any farther than I can throw him. And I know this is going to be satanic. But even beyond that, they have no right to force it on me. We're a mythological figure. We are. In fact, this is not only something that doesn't exist. It happens to be one of the most difficult vaccines ever attempted. That is exemplified by the very scientists that have been attempting to, to make this thing over the last several years. Here's some of their own sound bites.
The issue of safety, something that I want to make sure the American public understand. It's not only safety when you inject somebody and they get maybe an idiosyncratic reaction, they get a little allergic reaction, they get pain. There's safety associated. Does the vaccine make you worse? And there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. I, I'm really surprised he would admit that. You mean like the 1918-1919 Spanish flu that killed probably about 100 million people worldwide that I actually highlighted in my presentation on the avian flu to use it as an example where the majority of people that were dying from this were the ones that got vaccinated hale and hardy one day dying of the black death the next yeah now it won't be that overt they're they're not they can't get away with that in today's day and age they they, they can't get away with if they were going to start injecting people people like dying the next day from the vaccine um, it will be much more subtle. It will probably be binary, tertiary types of things where you take the vaccine and then they chemtrail you and then you drink the, eat the GMO food or drink the, the whatever water or take the whatever medication and then it's a slow kill. But not only that, they're, they're modifying your DNA and they're microchipping you. So they're accomplishing a lot of, they're accomplishing so many satanic agendas with this coming vaccine that's, that's on the horizon and that's that's more important to them it, it's more important for satan to get your soul than than it would be <clears throat> to just kill you i think because if he kills you and you go to heaven that's not good enough he wants to make you die a slow death and get your soul you know and defile your dna to the point where you may be not even human anymore or, or you're a very modified version of that some type of transhuman, a human 2.0. And you're going to be seeing more and more about this coming, this vaccine. Because if this wasn't so important for Satan to get this particular vaccine into you, that's going to modify your DNA, there wouldn't be such an a, a unbelievable... Have you ever seen a push for anybody to get a vaccine that's coming that doesn't even exist yet? Have you ever seen that in all of humanity saying, you're going to have to do this or you're not going to be able to go out and travel. You're not going to be able to do anything. There's going to be no new normalcy at all until you get this COVID-19 vaccine. Well, you better expect and you better know. That's all you got to know to know that this thing is going to be satanic from stem to stern. It is going to cover so many agendas. Only God knows what's all going to be in this thing. But it's going to be the doozy of all doozies. Worst possible thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. Dr. Fauci, even though that's exactly what will happen. He thinks this could be done as early as 12 to 18 months. That's really optimistic. Do extensive testing of this vaccine before you put it out there into millions of people. Because I think... See, if they can create enough desperation by saying inflating the numbers, and I, like, again, I, people are dying, but they're also adding these other numbers in. They're trying to create as much panic as possible through, I mean, and I, you know, Drudge and, and through CNN and a lot of these other places, because Drudge is, at this point, they're really just totally taken over, and, and I'm not saying they weren't for a long, long time, but... They're trying to create as much panic in the eyes of people that they will do this, that they will go along with whatever is imposed on them because they're believing the mainstream lies, the prestitute media. And they're, then that's going to give them the excuse to say, well, we, we can't wait for, for proper vaccine trials. We're not going to have animal trials. We're not going to have human trials. We're just going to bring it to market because if we don't, everybody's going to die. you know. And in mean, meantime, 
like 20,000 people have died, but you know, that's so far down from what they initially projected. And again, is that the power of prayer? Is that okay? Because you could say, well, yeah, but you were, well, but what about the hand of God moving? What about the hand of God moving? What about prayer and fasting and people waking up? And then all of a sudden the death toll figures aren't near as bad as we thought they would be. I've seen God do this over and over again, just since I've been in ministry. So that's why I don't date set. That's why you don't see me get dogmatic about this is going to happen by this time next month. Sometimes I've said, yeah, it's, it would surprise me if it didn't, but that doesn't mean it's going to. I left my crystal ball, you know, back at the bowling alley. I, I you know, I took a bowling ball and said, you know, it happens. It happens. So anyway, sorry, a little humor. For now is this kind of break the glass mentality of full speed ahead, cut the corners you need to cut. And I, I, I don't, I really, really, really hope we don't do that because um, especially for a vaccine that you may be giving to tens of millions of people or more. Vaccines have to be tested because there's precedent for vaccines to actually make diseases worse. And you really don't want to make it, you don't want to rush and treat a million people and find out you're making 900,000 of worse. One of the things that we're not hearing a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccines. Uh, this was uh, first found in the early 1960s with respiratory syncytial virus uh, vaccines. Some of those kids who got the vaccine actually did worse and I believe there were two deaths in, in the consequence of that study because what happens with certain types of respiratory virus vaccines you get immunized and then when you get actually exposed to the virus you get this kind of paradoxical immune enhancement phenomenon and what how and and we we don't entirely understand the basis of it but we recognize that it's a real problem for certain respiratory virus vaccines that killed the rsv program for decades now the gates foundation is taking it up again but when we started developing uh, coronavirus vaccines and our colleagues we noticed in laboratory animals that they started to show some of the same immune pathology that resembled what had happened 50 years earlier. So we said, oh my God, this is gonna be problematic. It's very, very problematic. And we covered all of the details of these animal studies that Dr. Peter Hotez and Dr. Fauci are referencing in a show many weeks back. So if you wanna get the truth on that again, all you had to be doing is watching the high wire. I hope you watch really the last five or six episodes around coronavirus because you'll see that in the animal- Okay, and again, I'm gonna post this in there, but it's the high wire with Del Bigtree, one word, B-I-G-T-R-E-E, -E. does a lot of really good stuff on vaccines. Oh, and it's on YouTube, amazingly enough. The animals got more sick, many died, cytokine storms, a horrible reaction yes. to the actual virus after it looked like the vaccine was perfectly safe. This is a serious problem. There's also another problem. Not only have most of the scientists bailed out on making a coronavirus vaccine that we're now all waiting for, the vaccine unicorn, to show up, this is also the first ever mRNA vaccine using our RNA this has been attempted now since the early 1990s. They have been trying to make a vaccine that uses a totally different approach. It doesn't just submit and trying to get antibodies. It tries to go into your cells. It tries to go in there and trick your cells into believing it's getting a messaging from the DNA through what's called the messaging RNA that the DNA is telling it, create these proteins to protect yourself. Folks, they are spelunking into a place in the immune system they have never gone before and they- Spelunking, like when a, a 
you know, they go into caves. They're called spelunkers. They're going into places where they've never been before, messing with stuff they should never mess with. They're playing God. They're playing God with our, our DNA and our RNA and our genetic codes. And this is going to be an mRNA vaccine. Like I said, this is going to be, this is going to be nasty on a whole other genetic level. I don't know how you're going to come out on the other side of this vaccine. You're probably going to be fresh and ready to take the mark of the beast because you may not be fully human anymore once you get this bad boy. I'm telling you, what is RNA? It's a polymeric molecule essential in various biological roles in coding, decoding, regulation, and expression of genes rna and dna are nucleic acids and they you know that's our like our building blocks in our systems and in rna and dna are related and again what is rna it's ribonucleic acid and i'm telling you you don't mess with this stuff and you you're playing god it controls gene expression only lord knows what this is going to create in in humans i mean i i can't even imagine how bad this is going to be failed at it since the 1990s they've never got one mrna vaccine right ever massive failures every time but all of a sudden now when they're under supposed max pressure to get this thing out they're going to finally get it right so this is a very very difficult situation Almost as bad as that storm you can probably hear outside of the, story, the, 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 the studio right now that's thundering and raining. So let me make this final point. Though it is perfectly noble, I guess, to sit at home and dream about unicorns and things that might save us in the future. I read a story just like that to my six-year-old daughter last night. But that is not how science is done. That is not how you run world economies. It is certainly not how you handle the United States of America. We cannot wait for a unicorn. And what happens if the unicorn... And, and again, I've went over all the, the ways to pretty much easily defeat this thing. Okay, and again, I'm not claiming cures for nothing. I'm just a saying, you know, all the stuff I've went over in previous teachings, just ways to support your own immune system. It's just logical things, things that have been around since time immemorial, essentially. I mean, D3 and selenium and zinc and silver and these types of things, they've always been around. God put them there. Health does not come in the form of some needle being injected into our body. Okay. And finally arrives, and it looks more like this. <laughs> he, he's showing a picture of like a chihuahua with a little wig on and, and a little fake unicorn thing on there. Because we're hoping for the one with the, the real unicorn with a syringe on him. But when he shows up, he's going to look like this. Would you like to have the ability to opt out if that's what they present to you? If you like that clip. So anyway, uh, moving right along, trying to get as much as I can. On this part of the teaching of uh, frantic bill gates spending billions in an all-out blitzkrieg to be the first to create the coronavirus vaccine and digital id he's funding seven factories at once this is how serious good old say and i guess again i would say if you're going to add any one person to your prayer your prayer list to pray against the wickedness bill gates top of the list okay i'd say in a clip released from Friday's episode of The Daily Show, Gates said his foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, is moving forward with building manufacturing capacity for seven vaccine candidates to save time as the novel coronavirus continues to spread throughout the world. Even though we'll end up picking at most two of them, we're going to fund factories for all seven, just so we don't waste time in serially 
serially saying, okay, which vaccine works, and then just building the factory. Uh, if you had a dream of controlling the global population through abortion and vaccinations, as Bill Gates has oft repeated in his dream, how much money do you think it would take to fulfill that dream? Think about it. How much cold, hard cash would it take to force every single person on the planet Earth to receive a vaccination and a digital ID to go with it? Um, and again, the digital ID will be like a microchip. Okay. And probably some type of tattoo on the skin to also, the, or maybe even some kind of the tattoo ink that they've that they've bannered about that can be scanned so you can see it with certain types of light how much would it cost 10 billion 30 billion 100 billion the final figure doesn't really matter because bill gates is about to see his lifelong dream come true right now seven factories at the same time evidently it's no secret bill gates has shouted from the housetops for decades now that his plan was that his plan was and they give you a link to see his full plan for humanity and it is, and it's wonderfully benevolent and, and and neat. I would say just it's nifty. There was one you could just it's just nifty, just total depopulation and total control grid and you know the whole nine yards. Uh, all he needed to do to make this come together was a perfect storm crisis that would affect the whole world, so that he could have the excuse to give the whole world an injection and a digital ID. The COVID nineteen coronavirus is that perfect storm. He sees his global clearly in sight, and now has unleashed the necessary billions billions to make it reality. Now. Is it, though, the perfect storm? They're not getting the kill rate that they need. So is it be because of the power of prayer or some type of divine intervention? Is it really the perfect storm? They're trying to make it that. Are they going to be able to pull it off? Because to me, it could go kind of either way at this point. I, I mean, I could understand if this thing had already killed 5 million in, in America. I think they would have much more reason to be able to do what they're doing right now. It would be it would be a lot harder. Granted, I'm not saying I wouldn't argue against what they're doing, but it would be harder for me to do that because, oh, wow, 5 million death toll. Let's say it was an honest death toll. It makes my job harder, to be quite honest. But, you know, right now, we're at, we're at supposedly 20,000, and that's probably inflated. According to, you know, like I said, the reclassifying things, according to their own doctors. Not to say it's not killing people, but it is inflated, so I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, and again, this is the, this is, we may be at this very big tipping point where it can be pushed back, and maybe we can get some more time, and and maybe to prepare a little bit more, and then maybe wake more people up. I don't know, but I'm gonna throw it out there because there's nothing too hard for God, according to what the Word of God says. Uh, let's go forward here. When the vaccine is ready, it will be mandatory. So start thinking and praying right now about what you will tell the authorities when they come to inject and chip you. And again, that's worst case scenario. That's total doom and gloom. And that is, you know, let's say this progresses at a total satanic lockstep speed and God doesn't intervene. That may be what happens. I don't know. But it, this is written from a very doom and gloom standpoint. But wait, you say, that's impossible. You say, Bill Gates doesn't have the power to do that. You exclaim, the governments of the world would never do that, you say. I say to you, it's already happening. The whole world is already on lockdown. Look around you. Tell me what you're seeing. I see, But again, then we're seeing signs of certain countries starting to push back in the opposite direction. So maybe this really is a gigantic tipping point. Like, okay, not, saying they're, they're, not to say they're not going to try this six months from now to do it over again. Okay, but or whatever i don't know what their timeline would actually be but i've seen the new world order try to remember 1984 was supposed to be reality 
George Orwell. That was supposed to happen in 1984. They're a little off schedule. Just a little. 36 years off schedule there. Okay. So it's God's timing. It's not Satan's timing. And if enough prayer, fasting, education, which again, a big reason why this ministry exists is warning. Maybe if that goes out, maybe we will have more time. I don't know. But I don't want to be just Mr. Doom and Gloom and and say we're all going to die and you're all going to have the who kicking in your door tomorrow or, or 12 months from now. Maybe that's the case. But I want to like at least give you some, some hope that that could be different. Uh, going forward here, let's see here. Uh, look around you, tell me what you see. I see the whole world right now that is changing and reforming itself into the new world order while we watch it is happening it has happened it will happen every nation is talking about being at war with an invisible enemy they're going to send bill gates in as the savior with the magic shot the, the digital id but there's no other way it, there will be no other way it's over so they've totally given up this particular ministry it's over for them um i really didn't there's no hope at all just uh basically get your I mean, get your will in order, get everything in order, uh, hunker and bunker until they show up at your front door and, you know, go out in a, in a you know, if you're going to go out, go out in a, a pile of brass while they're kicking your front door in and so they don't take you off to the death camps. Now, listen, I hope it doesn't happen that way. I think eventually that's what it's going to come down to, but I'm not ready to go just throw in the towel and say, there's no hope at all. We're, we're done. We're, we're whatever. Um, again, that's me. I'm trying to give you balance here. I'm trying to to you know be give you as much balance as I possibly can give you. And again, I've been eat, sleep, breathing this stuff for three months, and before that for thirty years. So, next little report: Luciferian Ezekiel Emmanuel uh, said that um, we cannot return to normal unless there's a vaccine. Here's another high level devil: Doctor Ezekiel Emmanuel, the architect of Obamacare and special advisor to the Director General of the who world health organization told msnbc's the last word that the united states cannot return to normal until a chinese coronavirus vaccine is available which he speculated could take 12 to 18 months and again they would use that 12 to 18 months just to put us in further 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 lockdown to squeeze us squeeze us uh and then by the time we're we're at that 18 month mark let's say for argument's sake the the economy is going to be totally gone and i'm saying if if satan has his way economy would be totally devastated it's it's all over and you're going to be so desperate that they know that the people that wouldn't think about taking a vaccine now, there's going to be a lot that will be receptive to that just so that they can get back to some semblance of normalcy. And I'm telling you right now uh, about about as strongly as I would tell you not to take the mark of the beast because that is soul damning. That is a one way ticket to the lake of fire, according to what the Bible says. I'm about that strong on this vaccine as well. OK, I'm not saying it's, but it's, the reason I'm not saying it's equal is because I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast. I'd have to be shown more, more information, and we ha would have at least have to have the Antichrist, the false prophet, at that point already that have made their arrival. And at this point, that hasn't happened. So we're not in the tribulation yet, but we could be very shortly. Okay, there's just things that have to happen before we get into that period. And that has not happened yet. We're not in the, the seals aren't being opened, the trumpets aren't being, I'm sorry, we're not there yet. You're, you're, a lot of people are putting the cart ahead of the horse. Another one, shocking, historian, expo historian exposes Bill Gates' ties to the Nazis and more. 
All right, I'm going to go ahead. I didn't want to do three parts today. I can only do so much, but I'm going to go ahead and do another part here uh, and try to finish this up in, in, the, ne in the next part here. Uh, so God bless you, and we will see you in part three.